When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I had a hard time not getting emotional in the in the locker room after the game. And um, it's been a it's been an interesting 72 hours, you know, to say the least. And you know, just part of the most gut-wrenching loss I've ever been a part of and everything that went along with it. And, you know, these young men and, and what they did and how they've handled the last three days and showed who they are as young men, emotionally, physically, mentally, all those things. And to come out and fight um, and do what they needed to do here tonight was awesome. I mean, I, I don't even know the adjective or the words I have to describe it, but they showed exactly you know, who they are and they always do, but it's just such a great life lesson for them to be able to do that and to respond uh, the way that they did and handled it beautifully, uh, um, came out strong, played great. Uh, and then when San Diego State took the lead with 720, we just buckled right back up and did what we needed to do and uh, as good of a win as we had and just couldn't be prouder of a, of a group of young men. Seems the reports of our death have been greatly exaggerated. Welcome into the DMVR Rams podcast presented by Natures of Colorado, the Northeastern Colorado dispensary providing top quality cannabis and wide variety of products. Remember to use the code DMVR online or mention DMVR in stores or drive through Man, what an insane atmosphere in Moby Tuesday night. Fourth sellout crowd of the season, CSU men's basketball pulls out the massive dub 79 to 71. Really high-level game by both teams, but the resilience from the Rams in this one to lead a team like San Diego State for 39 minutes, to only trail for 16 seconds in the contest, and to just generally respond and execute the way they did, given the circumstances coming off of, you know, probably the the worst loss of the Medved era. I thought it was the CU game last year, uh, but I think it's it's probably this one, just given the circumstances. For the team to be able to come out and play the way they did, it was just huge. I mean, potentially a season-saving victory. Huge for the resume. We're going to get into all of the takeaways from this one. Uh, First things first, I just want to shout out all of the people that I was able to talk to throughout the game, uh, pregame, halftime, all of that. If you ever see me in the wild, by the way, feel free to say hello. A huge shout-out to the homie Nick. um, Posted about it on Twitter but he hooked it up with an Isaiah Stevens jersey, just an incredibly kind gesture. I mean, completely unnecessary, but just really cool of him to do. Um, I'm overwhelmed that the, that you guys, you know, support me the way that you do. 
But it's just been really fun this year, especially because obviously there's been a, a ton of interest in the team. It, it, there's been a lot of growth on the podcast side, and it's just been cool to be able to get to interact with you guys. It was a lot of fun to be up there with Ryan Green as well. If you haven't checked out the spotlight, go check that out on the DNVR Sports YouTube. I'll be going live tomorrow, Thursday, February 1st at about 4.15. We'll also be going live Sunday morning to talk about the Fresno State game, whatever happens in that one Saturday night. Uh, but let's get into it. Let's get into the takeaways from this, my instant reaction, all of that. I thought this was one of the better games CSU has played all season. San Diego State, as experienced as they come, a really veteran-laden team. They play great defense. They're really well-coached. They're always challenging to beat. And the Rams came out and had their best offensive output of the uh, conference slate against a team that, in terms of defensive efficiency, ranks first in the Mountain West. That was absolutely huge. Really, really impressive. CSU now 15-1 and on the year when they score 75 or more points. Don't look up what the one loss was. You don't want to remember it. Um, but, yeah, just a, a really impressive offensive performance. They were carried by the starters, and we're going to dive into the the nitty-gritty of all that, Neat Clifford, Isaiah Stevens were phenomenal. Jill Scott, a closer down the stretch. But really, there were so many key moments along the way. Josiah Strong, some big defensive plays. Pat Cartier wasn't going to be a guy that stands out as far as the uh, the stats go, but he had some really big moments as well. Also, one of the nastiest spin moves that I've ever seen in-game against one of the country's best on-ball defenders and Jaden Ledee. We'll talk about it all. But before we get into the intricacy of the gameplay, before we dive into the numbers, all that, I don't know why I said that so pretentious, <laughs> we're going to play some audio of Nico Medved uh, talking about how the Rams kind of handled these 72 hours because this obviously was not a normal situation. It wasn't a normal loss. And I just think from a coaching perspective, you you really saw like what makes this staff so unique. They're incredible when it comes to the X's and O's, but I also think when it comes to building relationships and reading people, they go above and beyond. And I think they just had a really good read of their team in this situation. It's a ton of veterans. So I, I don't think you're going to gain much by locking yourself in the room and making them watch the film over and over again and screaming at them and trying to break them down they know they messed up. They they have to see everything online on top of that. Like They're well aware of what went down. And I think to basically just throw out practice, they still had a team lift on Sunday the, the day after, and instead to go out and play a, a team game of kickball in the sunshine and just give the guys a chance to emotionally reset before this massive game that was coming up, I think that was such a smart move. I'm not just saying that because they won the game either. I really think that was the play. You knew CSU was going to battle against San Diego State at home. This team is up for that matchup. Isaiah Stevens versus the Aztecs. We've seen it for a half decade now. But this team, they'd been through the ringer of late. It'd been a really challenging stretch to begin conference play against a really grueling schedule. Jeff Grammer posted tonight, if you look at uh, the most challenging uh, schedules to begin league play, it's been CSU. But I just really think there are some times in life when you've got to just step away for a second. I mean, it happens to me when I'm trying to create content. You know, I just got to go walk the dog and, you know, get a, get a reset, go shoot some hoops. Or if I'm going through something, you know, really hard, there, there's nothing that, you know, kind of resets the brain, like going out and 
getting in the sun, you know, sweating a little bit. If it's something enjoyable, that certainly helps more. If you're with a bunch of people, even better. But it's not like these guys suddenly forgot how to play basketball or when it comes to what happened in Wyoming. It's not like they're oblivious to it. So I, I just think this was a situation where the guys just needed to go out and have some fun. And I have so much respect for the way that this team handled this tough situation, how the staff handled it. And you've really got to tip your cap to them because coming off of just an unacceptable, horrific loss and a really frustrating way, albeit with some extremely frustrating officiating along the way, they came out and they beat a team that has quite a few pieces from that national championship appearance last season. And, you know, it really was, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say convincing. It's an eight point win. It was a really competitive game. San Diego state never went away. Even after the slow start, Rams get out to the 21 seven start over the first 10 minutes. We're going to talk about all this. I just always felt like the Rams were in control of this game. There were a couple of rough stretches with that Isaiah or Neek on the floor San Diego State had a small stretch of 16 seconds gasp where they took the lead in the second half. But even then, from the, the way that CSU responded uh, after the Aztecs, you know, briefly took the lead, that was impressive as well. So just a really all-around encouraging performance on a night where this team just needed a win. They needed it in a major way, and they need to follow it up with the win on the road against Fresno State, which is deceptively going to be kind of Tough, they're, they're frisky at home like everybody else. But I'm going to play this audio from Nico Medved talking about the resilience of his team and how they've handled the last 72 hours and the kickball game. It's, it's just fun. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. And then we're going to get into uh, some of the takeaways and my final thoughts on this. We'll talk about it more uh, as well tomorrow with Andre Simone on DNBR Rams Live. Now at 4.15. Used to be at 9.30 in the morning. We're going to try in the afternoon now. Hoping that you know more people are able to tune in live that way. But if not, you know, don't worry. You can always watch it after the fact. Or, of course, you can just listen to the audio directly in your feed, which many of you do as it, as it is. So, um, yeah, here's that audio from Nico Medved, and we'll get into the takeaways. Yeah, well, we've heard about the kickball game already, already, right? Say so was pretty proud of the win. You know, I think <laughs> there's, I mean, I could go a lot of different directions with this but you know Eric and my wife can attest I mean I'm glad I didn't ride home with the team but um was as difficult of a trip down the highway uh as I've had I'm glad my kids had their earphones on um I just you felt everything you're angry you're frustrated you're bitter you're just really sad you know I mean it was that's a hard deal you know and um I think, you know, you get home, you process and you, you try to catch your breath. You talk to people and your mentors and people in your life who you trust the most. Um, I've always learned when you're really emotional um, and stuff like that, the best thing you can do is not say too much or say anything. That's advice for everybody. All right. By the way, uh, um, to, to get uh, um, uh, emotional and, you know, we slept on it and, and, and I woke up the next morning and it was beautiful. I mean, I had so many great messages and texts from people that I really care about and reached out and I woke up really ready to come in on Sunday and get back with this group. And I did the number one thing is we had to repair these guys emotionally. Right. And, and for us, it was just, we talked a lot, you know, and talked a lot about it. Um, we weren't going to dwell on it or anything like that. You, you don't go in and try to shame these guys for what they did. They all know Everybody else tries to shame them, but they, they know the deal. They care. They hurt. Um, we talked a lot about life, and I talked to them about how, you know, you don't get many texts after those games, right? You don't get a lot of words of encouragement or hang in there, but who are the people that did for you? And 
family, friends, close friends, I told those are the people that matter the most. Those are the people in your circle. Those are the people that have your back, okay, when things get difficult. I said, remember that. And remember other people, you tune out that other stuff. The other thing I told them is like, you know, remember how that made you feel? I know how it made me feel to have those people do that for me. And I think it's a great life lesson for these young people to know when they see somebody they care about that's hurting or going through some, take time out of your day to check on them too. They freaking appreciate it. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, we, we did that. We lifted and I just decided, you know what, before we're not going to spend one second getting ready for San Diego State, 60 degrees outside in Fort Collins. Let's go out and play some kickball. And so we went out and that's what we did. And, and the guys laughed, they had fun. And I told them, we walk out here, not one person's hanging their head, not one person's doing this, stick your chest out, head up, and we're going, we're going to fight. You know what I mean? And, 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 and I knew we would. We had a blast. And they didn't tell you, but Joe Desmond and Brian Cooley blew the game in a historic, <laughs> like, base running error that might have been worse than our collapse in Laramie, <laughs> if we're being honest. You know what I mean? And so the game was won, and they completely choked it away. Um, but the guys had a blast. And then we came in the next day. We reset, and let's go to work. And I thought it was great that we got to get back in the ring. I think it's important to get right back in the ring again sometimes and get right back in the fight. Um, and we did. And so I just told them after the team, I mean, if there's just a lot of life lessons you can learn that of how you handle these situations as a young man. And I, I coach young men. I, I coach young men and they prove that. With Fubo TV, you can get 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. You can stream live TV from any device. You can watch the most Colorado sports for the lowest price. You can start watching immediately with a free trial. No contract, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching. Easy as that. Get 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included. No extra charge. That's uh, a great way to watch the local teams while traveling. I, for instance, you know, when I'm going to be out in Vegas for the Mountain West Tournament, want to watch the Nuggets or the Avs, boom, can get altitude fired up. It's awesome. I've been watching, you know, tennis and NFL and everything else. It's amazing. I truly love it. Watch all of your favorite NFL action with Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR. Sign up, get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Natures of Colorado provides an amazing grade of cannabis and a vast variety of products. Check them out for your needs, including infused edibles, high-potency concentrates, some of the best flour in the state. There are four Natures of Colorado locations in Colorado, Log Lane Village, Garden City, Sedgwick, and Millican. Natures of Colorado is the go-to northeastern Colorado dispensary. Remember to save time by ordering ahead online at naturescolorado.com. Stay cozy in your car and pick up conveniently at the drive-thru. Visit a location, mention our code DNVR to take advantage of these Natures of Colorado deals. They have $99 ounces every day, but if you use the DNVR code, you can get a full ounce of any shelf for $85 an ounce. Exquisite extracts, two gram bucket for 15 bucks. What a deal. Remember to use the code DNVR online or mention DNVR in stores. Cool, cool, cool. Let's get into it. 79-71 victory. Uh, we're going to get into the takeaways here. Then I'll give some final thoughts. We'll also talk about this more on Thursday on DNVR Rams Live. I'm also probably going to get my guy Will Darkey back on the pod to talk about the national landscape. It's a huge weekend in college basketball. I mean, we got Duke, North Carolina, but there's a bunch of big-time games. Hoping to catch up with him on Friday. Uh, so stay tuned. We've got more written content coming out your way as well. Uh, let's get into it, though. I felt like the hot start was so important. Um, on multiple levels. First of all, you jump out to a 7-0 run 
Um, you get an offensive putback right off the bat, and Clifford gets it going. Then on the second series, uh, he's actually able to drive to the hoop, nice spin move, finish in the paint, and I felt like that really set the tone. Uh, the Rams did cash a three after that as a team, a shot seven of 21 from three-point range, which still not as good as you would like it to be, but they did hit some very timely ones in this one, so I'm not really going to nitpick or anything like that, especially because I felt like the, the shot selection was awesome. 21 threes is a total you can live with, um, especially if you're only shooting about 35%. You know, if you're jacking up 30 plus threes, you got to be like well over 40%. You got to be make sh- making sure that you're maximizing your offensive possessions, and I just felt like the decisions that the guys made in this game were great. I felt like they were picky. They were passing up good shots for great shots. And there were a lot of instances where they could have jacked up a shot from along the perimeter. And instead a guy drove and, you know, he was able to finish in the rim. He was able to finish with a little floater, or maybe he just got to the free throw line, which is huge too. And that was one of the things that I talked about going into the game is that's what I wanted to see. And for them to do it from the get-go and then to sustain it throughout it was just really, really encouraging all around one of the best offensive performances of the season. No, they didn't light it up, but to score 79 points and to be 54% from the field, to have a significant advantage in the paint against a defense like San Diego State, that speaks volumes. I mean, scoring almost 80 against San Diego State is like scoring 95 against most teams. That's hyperbole. You don't need to come at me on Twitter. The Rams as a team shot 54% from the field. That's awesome. 73% from the line. Still, you'd like it to be closer to 80 as a team, I think. I mean, it it was better. It was better than it was against Wyoming. A lot of those misses were Joel Scott, but I loved his mentality. I love that he has his mojo back. We'll we'll talk about that. Uh, Only 10 turnovers for CSU against a really, you know, aggressive defense in San Diego State, they get in your face, they block up the driving lanes, they try and clog the passing lanes, they can strip you. I I mean, the Rams did a good job of valuing their possessions, both in terms of shot selection and working for quality looks, but also just not beating themselves with dumb, uncharacteristic turnovers. And even, you know, then, you know, 10, a couple of those were like in a, you know, pretty quick spurt there once, you know, guys like Nick and Isaiah were off the floor. The offense as a whole just functions so much more when those two guys are out there, um, I think it's widely known how much I love this program, how much I support the staff and all that. Uh, I will say there are some times with the rotation decisions where I, I don't quite get it. I don't think I would have Neek and Isaiah off the floor at the same time uh, outside of maybe for like 30 seconds to a minute. If, if you have to, I get you can't play these guys 40 minutes every game. Um, but I just think you need one of those guys out there at all times for a scoring presence. Um, although, I mean, Cartier can probably be a guy that, that puts up some points in those times when they're not on the floor as well. Anyways, the leading scorers in this one, Neek Clifford and Isaiah Stevens, 20 points apiece. Neek really got things rolling early, 14 points in that first half. Also had six rebounds, three steals, and three assists in that first half. Really felt like... He was a major reason why CSU was able to establish that early lead if it wasn't for some hot shooting from Reese Waters. And I think this could have been like a double-digit lead, maybe even like 15 points at halftime just because of how well CSU played. Uh, But San Diego State, to their credit, played really well as well in this one, getting a little redundant. Isaiah had 20 points. He was 8 of 14 from the floor, 6 assists, 3 rebounds as well. He had 10 points in each half. I was really just kind of the steady Eddie 
that you know kept everything moving. The fact that Neek and, and Isaiah were able to either score or assist on 27 of 28 field goals by CSU is absolutely insane. Those guys were so huge. But really, I just want to make it clear that everybody kind of had their key moments in this. You know, Jalen Lake, he didn't stuff the stat sheet or anything like that, but he had some really big defensive plays. Uh, he had some key passes in transition. He also had a nice floater in transition that, you know, kind of showed off the touch. You know, Josiah Strong, he had 10 points, had a really big block uh, with under a minute and a half when San Diego State's trying to rally late, had a strip that led to a transition bucket for Isaiah. Everybody kind of had their moments. Joel Scott, 15 points, four or seven from the floor. There was one stretch where he got to the free throw line, three consecutive possessions, also had a transition dunk. He had eight points over the final five minutes, helped the Rams close it out. Patrick Cartier, defensively, you know, he was great against Ladie. Him and Joel Scott and, and Bemba, too. You got to credit Bemba. He played 11 minutes off the bench. The fact that they were able to hold Ladie to 13 points on 11 shots from the floor, only seven boards in 33 minutes, that is a huge win. That's a dude that is legitimately capable of giving you, you know, 30 and 15 regularly. He still had some moments, which he's going to. I mean, 13 points, but... I bet six to eight of those were on offensive putbacks. So it just wasn't a situation where he was completely dominating. I felt like Joel and, and Bemba when he was out there and, and Patrick, whenever they were matched up on him, they used their space. Well, and you've got to credit the guards in the wing for in the wings for, you know, really timing things well and, and sending help. There were four or five times where they would come, you know, crashing out of the corner, strip him from behind he and, and all those Aztecs post players were getting really flustered by the by the help and, and just by the defensive intensity by CSU. It was great. As a team, the Rams forced 15 turnovers. 11 of those were steals. Only turned it into 14 points the other way. Would have liked to have been able to attack a little bit more in transition if you were able to. But again, that, that's really nitpicking because you're going against a really good defense. They're going to get back. You still had 18 fast break points, so it wasn't like it... It was a non-factor or anything like that. Um, just did the little things. Guys were out there diving for loose balls. They were, you know, tying up Aztecs. They were given extra effort to contest the shot if San Diego State happened to get an offensive rebound. They weren't just conceding a bucket. They were doing every little thing, and it, it added up, you know, and that's what you got to do to beat a team like this. I, I know I kind of sound like a coach right now, but... It's the truth. You know, a lot of those little things weren't going CSU's way. It wasn't like they weren't playing hard, but they weren't knocking down those dagger shots. You know, the other teams were tying them up. The other teams were landing with the loose balls. And and this one, it just felt like CSU said enough. They came out. They set the tone immediately. They weathered the storm. And they closed strong. And that's a recipe for success because especially against a quality team like San Diego State, they're going to have their run. You're not just going to beat their ass for 40 straight minutes. But instead of having to play from behind, you were able to get the crowd into it immediately with the hot start. The energy's in the building. It's rocking. And then even after San Diego State fights back, you know, everybody's still feeling good. You stretch the lead out again before halftime. And the second half, you knew San Diego State wasn't just going to go away. And to their credit, a lot of shots that they hadn't been hitting and some of their other losses, they, they hit some nice ones from beyond the perimeter, but the fact that they weren't able to 
get it going in the paint. The fact that they weren't able to dominate with Ladie in the pick and roll, it just really limited them. If I had to give a game MVP, I think I'd give it to Neat Clifford just because especially defensively what he was able to do. Also, that dunk he threw down after, you know, about 45 seconds after San Diego State had taken the lead, Cartier immediately responds with the layup. Rams get a steal, leads to a transition dunk for Neek. He throws down the hammer. He might be the best in-game dunker that I've seen at CSU. Roddy certainly had the capabilities. He just didn't get quite as many free runs at the rim. Neek probably has a little bit of... He just has effortless bounce. You know, I don't really know how to describe it. Raquan Mitchell was brought up on Twitter. He was a great dunker. But again, like, while he was a freak, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to diminish his abilities because he was sick, especially like in an empty gym. Being able to do it in the context of a massive game like this, you know, being able to catch two bodies in Laramie and then follow it up like this in the second half in a moment where you really need a bucket, doing it, and having the balls to do it, like, in-game the way Neek does, I think I got to give him the crown. And and again, you know, I'd love to see him versus Roddy in a dunk contest. Roddy, at the NBA level, has shown more as a dunker than what we saw in the Mountain West. But I think that just has to do with, you know, style. And, you know, frankly, sometimes you can get some, some Olay defense in the NBA uh, on those nights where teams take off. But I just can't say enough about the resolve and the response from this team as a whole this was a must-win game and i'm gonna get into my final thoughts here in just a second a really massive win and a really fun night in moby arena hey you shouldn't have to be stressed or worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event with game time it's the fast and easy way to buy tickets for sports music comedy theater anything near you if it's a ticketed event they're gonna have deals on it They've got killer last-minute prices. You can get an all-in price view from your seat. And with their best price guarantee, they just take the guesswork out of the buying process. Using GameTime, it's the best way to get last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals. GameTime is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. They're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. And they've got deals on the events even an hour after it starts. It really is the elite way to get last-minute deals on tickets. With their zone deal that I mentioned, you pick the section, GameTime picks the seats, and you're going to get an average of 18% savings. With GameTime Guarantee, you're always going to get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section, same row for less, GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the app, create an account, use the code DNVR for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account. Use that code DNVR for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. I also want to shout out FOCO, a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise. They have a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. Some of the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. If you're going to a basketball or hockey game this winter, show off your love with team-branded friendship bracelets. Whether it's hoodies, jackets, benchwear, even overalls, they've got something for everyone. FOCO has always had our back for Colorado sports. I promise they will have yours too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description for all non-presale items. Make sure you use the code DNVR for 10% off. All right, before we get out of here, just wanted to give a couple more thoughts. I'm not going to take a victory lap or anything like that because as I tweeted Saturday afternoon, 
what happened in that game was unacceptable. It was an unacceptable collapse, really poor officiating that really benefited Wyoming in their comeback effort, but get one more stop, hit a couple more free throws. You win that game. You're up 11 with less than a minute left. You have to win, period. At the same time, I felt like there were a lot of people that acted, you know, as if that loss was representative of who this team has been all year or something or that they were frauds. And I just thought it was a little bit ridiculous. Um, So, you know, it's a good reminder that it's a long schedule. It's a long season. And this league is really freaking hard. Road wins especially have not come easy for just about anyone. Although as I'm recording, it's looking like uh, Boise at least going to have a good shot. We'll see what happens. They're kind of going toe-to-toe here with New Mexico. There's, there's a lot to be played still. Some of those teams that got the, the better hand of CSU early, they still got to go to Moby. CSU still has to go to the Pit and SDSU, a couple of teams they beat. So there's just a lot to happen still. And I know that we want to crown a champion week to week, and I know we you know, want them to go 29-2 and two and be dominant and all that, but that's just not the way college basketball works. It's going to be a grind this year. I think almost guaranteed to have, you know, for the first time, a, a conference champion with five losses. Although, you know, if Utah State can keep this up, we'll see. They're, what they've been able to do at Danny Sprinkle is pretty damn impressive. Keep the faith. That's all I'm saying. We have seen this team compete at a high level against some really impressive teams. And while they don't have a win away from Moby in the conference slate yet, it's not like they, they can't win away from Moby. They have two true road wins already. And they have three neutral site victories on top of that, all of which were against high major opponents. And I got a little message for you guys. It's going to be neutral sites for the NCAA tournament. So I I just, I don't want us to panic too much if they struggle in some of these really challenging road atmospheres. It's going to be hard going into the pit. You know, that's one of the toughest venues in all of America. Same with Viejas. But you've got to defend Moby Arena, which they did in a major way tonight. Got to steal a couple on the road, you know, especially since you lost to Wyoming. You know, it's absolutely pertinent that they beat Fresno State. You got to beat Air Force down the line. You've got a couple more here. But more than anything, defend your home court. Make it an atmosphere where people want to be. And uh, this was a special night. It was one I'm going to remember for a long time. I know it's just a regular season game. But beating San Diego State in basketball, to me, that's the class of the league. It, It just means a little bit more. I'm excited to see how this team responds. Wouldn't shock me if they went on a little run here. I certainly would benefit their cause in terms of keeping pace. At this point, you really just want to solidify your NCAA tournament resume and avoid having to play the first day of the Mountain West tournament. You got to finish in the top five because the sixth and seventh team in the league are going to be good freaking basketball teams, guys. That's what's going to be crazy about this. Just want to get that by if you can on the the first day of the Mountain West tournament. Don't have to play an extra game in what's already a really challenging process. You know, it's tough to win three games in three days, let alone win four and four. So that's all I've got. Uh, We'll be talking more on DNVR Rams live Thursday, February 1st. That's going to be at 415. I'll be live on a Sunday as well. Looking forward to seeing all of you cool cats and kittens out there. I don't know why I referenced that. What is that? Tiger King, Carol Baskin. Anyways, I am going to roll. I need some sleep, I think. So much love. Always proud to be. Peace. Peaches out of
palisades sweet as mama's marmalade this shit sound like summer days the windows down on harmony the family band sing harmonies my daddy played the drums my mama slapped that bass my sister sang these songs dancing under canopies we thank the trees for all their leaves we are just some drops of water together make up seven seas and one day i'll be like my father one day i will learn to breathe i'm choking on the thought that i am not the man i want to be i got blood on my shirt like i wear my heart on my sleeve she said i look good in red but that went straight to my head so now she's rocking my teeth tucked into new prodigies and we ain't spoken a month but i just saw her last week the lipstick stain still on my cheek like we ain't talk enough and we always seem to laugh but never nod at us so the future's looking grim it's kind of ominous and this song ain't about love that'd be too obvious see this is more about lust and all of my misconceptions and this is more about me and all of my self-deception i'll tell myself a lie 100 times don't need corrections but every night i pray to god i hope i learn my lesson and the peaches out from palisade and they sweet as mama's marmalade and this should sound like summer days the windows down on harmony the family band sing harmonies my daddy played the drums and my mama slapped that bass and my sister sang these songs dancing hand in hand we were tripping two left feet like a middle school slow dance no one knew how to leave but i'm still thankful for these days that